you're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Hey there, and welcome to today's episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for choosing me to tune into, into your ears, whatever you are doing today, whether you're going for a walk or you're making dinner or you're just trying to take a little bit of time out for yourself. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and I really appreciate you being here. Now, are you a service provider that wants to switch up and become a leader for your people in your own industry? Do you know that you can help people do exactly what you've done to grow your business, but don't know if you can or how to make that switch from service provider to coach and mentor of your own peers? It can be a daunting transition, but it 1000% can be done. I know this to be true as I did this myself recently when I launched my program, The Social Formula, which is a group coaching mentorship for those who offer or want to offer social media services so they can own their brilliance and be an icon in the industry. There was a whole bunch of mindset blocks I had to overcome to launch that program. And I'm so freaking glad that I did because the community is amazing and the course is phenomenal. But today we're talking on the podcast with someone who is an amazing guest that I'm super excited to share with you. She's a lady who's done this herself and is absolutely killing it as a business coach and mentor to people in her own industry. And that's Brianna from The Ambitious Dietitian. Brianna is a business coach and mentor for dietitians. She has an international coaching business and not only is helping hundreds and thousands of people in her own industry, she also still works in practice herself and is a mom of four young children. Honestly, this woman is a powerhouse. Some weeks I'm like, do you even sleep? She has so much to share on this topic, which is super inspiring and also really, really practical. I've been working with Brianna in The Ambitious Dietitian since about September last year as the social media educator for her clients. I've gotten to know her, her industry, and her clients really well over that time. And I am just so thrilled to be able to share this story with you because I know that there's so many people out there thinking, hey, I could teach people just like me, but I just don't know how to do it or where to even start. So I'm really looking forward to sharing Brianna's story with you because I know that it's going to inspire you if you're someone that feels that way. You can find all the details to connect with Brianna and the details of my own business coaching and mentorship program on the show notes page for today's episode at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash 65. For now, over to the episode, let's get stuck in. All right, welcome Brianna to today's episode of the podcast. I'm really looking forward to talking about this topic because it's actually something that I've even done myself recently. So, and I know that it's something particularly in 2020, a lot of people started to transition over to doing as well. And that's going from 
a service provider or providing a service to your niche to then becoming a, a coach in your niche and helping people in your, in your niche with their own businesses. So I've done that myself at the end of 2020 and, and you've been doing it for a little bit longer than that with the ambitious dietitian. So first of all, I'd love for you to share with everyone a little bit about you and yourself. I know you're a busy mum with four children juggling like a million things. Like I never know how you can fit it all in a day, to be honest. Yes, thank you, Stacey. Yeah, I don't know how I juggle it myself either. <laughs> I've, no, I've got no idea. <laughs> I think I just don't sleep ever. <laughs> so I am a dietitian, but I am also a business coach for dietitians. Um, and we kind of stumbled across this business very unintentionally. We've been running the Ambitious Dietitian for about three and a half years. And when I say we, it originally started with my husband and I. So it actually came about because we were doing an interview at my workplace for a new grad position and I was interviewing a heap of dietitians who were 18 months, two years post-graduation, but still working in hospitality or, you know, we had one that was doing a cleaning job, cleaning hotels. And I come home and I said to my husband, I don't get why these people are graduated two years ago and they're still not working yeah. in their profession, doing what they paid so much money to do and where their passion is. So why can't we help them do that? It's not that hard to start somewhere. Yeah. And things will evolve from there. And so we kind of used my profession as a dietitian and his skills to develop the business and the ambitious dietitian. So he's historically had a lot of business development roles. He's done a lot of training in IT. You know, when he went to uni, it was for website design. And so whilst he hasn't done that for 20 or so years, we've now reinvented that for him. And so as our business has evolved, we're now actually a team of four. So we realized very quickly that we couldn't do it all and we kind of outsourced positions to other people. So we have Stacey who's doing a lot of our social media education for people. Certainly not my forte as a dietitian. <laughs> and Carly who does all of our branding and graphic design work for our clients. Yeah, cool. And yeah, and obviously like we met, how long ago was it? Was it like about mid-year mid-year 2020 yeah yeah when we we kind of crossed paths and you were looking for you know someone to help with social media and that's when I came on board to with the coaching to help your clients which has been a cool evolution for me too because I've like never just really worked with one niche before so I've learned a lot <laughs> about about your industry in that time as well and so you still work in clinic in your own business don't you Definitely. So I have my own private practice, which I see locally. I don't have to travel. It's six minutes from home, which I love. I'm in charge of my own diary so I can fit that in around school pickup, drop off. And, you know, if I get a message saying, you know, my child won a school award, are you going to pop in? I just reschedule an appointment and pop on in. Yeah. So it's really close to home and I love having that autonomy. Yeah, yeah. And most of the dietitians that you work with, they're, they're people that they have their own practice or are building their own practice, even though they may work, you know, for someone else at the time. Yeah. We, we don't kind of pigeonhole people who want to work with us. So we don't necessarily work with people that are just in their own private practice. It could be business in general. So whatever that business model looks like for them, 
and we also work with people who are in those starting out phases but they may also be established as well yeah yeah some people might be so, you know, two years into business, they're like, okay, I like it. I've tested the waters. Now I'm ready to kind of crank it up a level. Yeah. And that's the thing is like the business journey or for want of a better word, journey, evolution, whatever you want to call it. It's so non-linear, hey, like it's different for each and every person, you know, one person, it might take them two years to, to do what someone else might do in six months, but there's no perfect way to do it. And, you know, some of your people, especially the ones that I've connected with, they're doing some awesome things, you yeah, know, definitely. and changing lives, you know, some of them with, you know, the support and the, you know, the services and the, the online products too, I think, particularly during 2020 and COVID that they're putting out there to help people, particularly a lot of the women I've connected with that have got kids and they're helping, you know, mums with their kids with, you know, gastro issues and behavioural issues and things like that. And I just, I think it's awesome. Dietetics primarily is a female dominated profession. So we do work with a lot of mums or want to be mums or people that are planning pregnancies in the future and they kind of want to get that business model set up right initially as they progress in their life in towards different roles such as being a mum but dietitians as a whole are also usually very empathetic so as personalities yes we're usually type a (laughs) and perfectionists but we just want to help and that's what we're good at and we unfortunately don't necessarily know all of the business skills that we need to to get that message across but that message is what is you know the crux of what we do yeah Exactly. And I think that's, you know, so common for so many people, you know, you start a business or you become an expert in something and then you realize you have to market it and grow a business and build a business plan. And you just go, what's that? (laughs) What is this thing I need to do now? (laughs) So an idea, they just don't know how to get there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's where, you know, people like you come in is to help them, you know, move that car from A to B and, and fill in those blanks in between. So this is an interesting topic for, you know, the people listening out there that are going, yeah, you know, I am, I am providing a service to my ideal client, but are also potentially getting to the point where they're realizing that they can help other people who are just like them providing the same or similar service. So what for you were the signs that you wanted to, to pivot from service provider to coach? Well, I don't think it was particularly intentional. As I said before, yeah. it was more just that there was a need right then and there and that I wanted to help people do what I was doing because yes. I love my job and I couldn't understand why people who also wanted to do similar work to what I was doing weren't doing it. Yeah. And it's funny because it's funny that you say it was unintentional because oftentimes some of our best decisions fall into our laps. And they're just something that happens by that, you know, unintentional evolution of your own, your own journey. And when I launched the social formula last year, which was my program to coach up other people offering social media services, I never set out to have a course like that. But in the process of building my own programs and membership, I had other people, VAs, social media managers in those programs, and I was coaching them one-on-one anyway. So it was like, well, why not have a course for those people? Like it was, I don't even know why that light bulb moment didn't happen earlier. (laughs) 
Well, I think as business owners, we're so caught up in not only working, but being mum and being a wife and things like that. We very rarely take the time to step back and actually look at the whole. Yeah. We're just doing that day-to-day task. Yeah, totally. So we kind of unintentionally fell across the concept of becoming a business coach. (laughs) So what were some of the things then that you had to to set up to make that switch because prior to that you were, you know, and still are, but prior to that we're a hundred percent service provider in, in your, in your industry. So did you need to do any additional training, change, you know, business structure? Like what were some of the things you had to set up infrastructure wise to make that change? So it was definitely, you know, connecting tax file numbers and registering with ASIC and your business name and all of that admin type of things. In terms of trainings, we dove deep into a lot of self-training. We got our own business coach that we worked with for a little while. Daniel and I would have team meetings at 10 o'clock at night when all the kids were in bed together (laughs) (laughs) with ourselves. But we, we work very differently. So he's more of a creative and go with the flow and I'm very much no, it needs to stick to the plan and this is the plan. So That's so funny because normally it's the other way around. The woman's the creative and the male is the one that's like that. <laughs> no, not in this household. Yeah, yeah. But he does all that, you know, like helps with all the, the design work and, and yeah. for, for your dietitian. So exactly. it's awesome that you've got that blend between the two of you. You know, I'm sure I already know the answer to this, but, you know, having a coach yourself, how instrumental was that into helping you get it off the ground? Look, it was just really important for us to be able to have someone that we could ask questions for. Our gut was telling us that we were already on the right track, but we just needed a little bit of guidance. And often things that we're thinking about, other people can have really good insight on and give you so many more ideas that you can then investigate and follow through with if that's the direction you want to go through. You don't necessarily think of those things because we don't have, you know, our blinkers on. We're just heading in the one direction. Yeah. And like you said before, we're always so busy in our own little world. We We don't take a step back to look at the bigger picture sometimes. And you know, all the successful people have a coach, like every good coach has a coach themselves. And I think these days with so much, there's so much available for free and don't get me wrong. Like I think that, you know, we're so fortunate these days to have information accessible. Oh, exactly. At our fingertips and be able to learn so much. Quality content at a fairly reasonable price as well. Oh, totally. Yeah. It doesn't cost you know, you don't have to mortgage half a house to be able to get some good coaching these days. And my coaching, I was lucky enough to be successful for a Queensland grant. So I actually got 50% reimbursed. Yeah, awesome. My coach, which made it so much more affordable. And that's probably another good thing to note too. And I'm like, certainly not an accountant or an expert in any sort of grants or anything like that. But I know when I have spoken to people that are, it's, it's important to, you know, put that little note down there to have a look at what, are, what sort of grants are you eligible for? Because that can really help you invest in those things early, which help you get your business off the ground earlier too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it really depends on what your business goals are as to, you know, how quickly you want to be moving and shaping around with that business and getting it forward. Now, I've had other people that are like, you know what, 
my priority right now is to actually be a mum and I'm only going to be doing X amount of hours in this per week and I'm okay with that. And then we've got other people that are like, it's it's my way or the highway and this is going to work and it's going to work in this time frame. Yeah. So having goals that suit you in your lifestyle and then the strategy around that and the help that you need to achieve your goals. But yeah. don't waver from what your goals are originally. So, so you had obviously some, you know, sort of techie stuff you had to set up, obviously, and then, you know, oh. getting a coach to help you. Well, Daniel you know, built our website and he builds our landing pages. Yeah. I've been the one that connected all of the email marketing. We've gone through three different platforms, I think, in the last <laughs> few years. <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy with ConvertKit right now. Yeah. Uh, isn't tech, though, an evolution? Like, mm. you, you know, I always get distracted by the shiny objects of a new platform and have to stop myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think whatever's going to increase your productivity, save you time and make your life easier that you can automate is going to yeah. be worth the money that you spend. Yeah. And then, you know, when you got a little bit bigger, you did outsource those things and started hiring people to do the bits and pieces that you didn't want to do, which I think is awesome. I realised that not getting any sleep and having a Facebook cold sores wasn't a good look. So I had to kind of get rid of some of the stuff within the business as we grew. Yeah. So Carly was our first employee and she does all of the branding for all of our clients, but she also does a lot of our resource development as well. Yeah. So she's always busy. Yeah. And I think too, like when you move into the coaching space and I know this definitely happened for me and I know that a lot of other people that have moved from, you know, service provider to coach have said the same thing. Sometimes your clients want you to be everything for them, but you can't be everything to one person. So it's important to draw that line of, well, this is, you know, this is how far my ser- our services go. Otherwise, mm. here's someone I would refer you to, or you get someone in that contracts to you to help with those things, which is what you've done. In my realm, there are so many people that are purely focused on social media education. I think that's our point of difference in that we're not just focused on one strategy. We look yes. at that bigger picture. We support you for a longer time because we know that things don't happen overnight. Yes. And we cover so many more things with the team that we have. Yeah. No, I love that. And and the fact that you have done it yourself and are still doing it yourself too is, you know, you're living in, you're living the life that they're living as well as you have this business too. So that leads into my next question, which is more, you know, not so much focused on the business aspect of, of this transition, but, you know, like personally with four kids, a family, a, a life of your own that you <laughs> would like to have as well at some point in time. How do you balance the two? Because you've still got your clinic, you've still got, you've got your family and, and, and obviously the ambitious dietitian that you're running. So how, what, what's the secrets there? I don't think there is a secret. <laughs> no, we get a lot. We're very lucky. We have a lot of help around the house. So we made the decision that my time and Daniel's time was best spent doing the important things that were going to bring money into the house. So we have a father-in-law that comes and does all of our gardening and mowing and comes down and puts our bins out for us. (laughs) We're lucky that they live in the same street as us. So he kind of takes care of the the outside. We have family that are babysitting for us three days a week. The little kids and I often do school pick up or drop off if we need them to. And we also have a 15-year-old girl who I call mum's helper. And she comes over for four hours a week and does all of my mum jobs, (laughs) which... A, helps me to put in any additional coaching calls that I need to 
or B actually allows me to actually spend a little bit more time with the kids. So, you know, I finished early on a Monday and I just didn't want to come home from school pick up and get stuck straight into doing the washing, the dishwasher, kids' lunches, etc. So I leave all of that to her and we'll often get the dog and go for a walk to the park or do something fun with the girls, go to the pool and in the hot weather. So that's opened up a little bit more time for me to get a little bit more balance. And on top of her, we have a cleaner as well, because again, it was the home duties that we wanted to outsource so that we could put our time towards doing the work that we wanted to be doing and spending time with our family. Yeah. And I love that. I think that people don't value, well, the ones that do outsource home, home work, I know they do value it. I know I do. I've got a cleaner and I just, I could, you know, kiss her, kiss the ground she walks on when she leaves the house. Sometimes she leaves it so beautiful. But I know for a lot of mums, particularly when they're starting a business, they feel like they have to do it all. And they can, they look to outsourcing some really big things really quickly. Like, oh, I'll get someone to manage my social media before they realise that can cost sometimes four figures a month that they don't have to invest when it's like, well, hang on a minute, how much time are you spending doing the housework or how much time are you spending doing these things? Would It probably is more cost-effective, first of all. And, yeah. you know... As a know, I can earn $150 in a new consult for an yeah. hour and I can pay my cleaner $20, $30. So yeah. I'm still coming off pretty well for that hour. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I think it's so, I think it's so underutilised is getting that extra help around the house. And... Also for mums out there, giving yourself permission to have that help as well, because otherwise you don't sleep and you are up until four o'clock in the morning doing all those things. And I think it's done in half the time what would take me a whole day with 20 million interruptions with four kids running around. Oh, exactly. And like you said, it allows you more time to spend with the kids because, you know, yes, you've got two businesses that, you know, you've got the ambitious dietitian in your practice, but you're still a mum and you still want to spend that time with them too. Exactly. Yeah. This is trying um, to find that fine line between what works and what doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. And I think you're, you're 100% right. There is no such thing as balance. It's like, <laughs> it's just, you do what you have to do to make it work. Yeah. And all about, some, some days are great and some days just aren't so great. <laughs> it's all about the different seasons in life. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, Let's move into chatting about some of the successes that you've helped your clients achieve. So I think this will be really good for those people out there that are kind of going, okay, well, maybe I would like to look at potentially being a coach for people in my niche, but what's, you know, what's possible for them? So can you kind of paint a picture of what that looks like? Sure. So I think the number one thing that people come to us about, well, there's two there really, is that they're in a job that's not really fulfilling for them. So the jobs aren't that easy to get as a dietitian, but they may feel like they are stuck in a position that they don't want to be in. And they've done it for a little while and now they're looking at, well, what's next for me? How can I actually do the work that I want to be doing? So we very much encourage our clients to be doing the work that they're passionate about, that connects them to their audience. So I think that's number one. And number two is planning for the future. So as I said before, we get a lot of people that are, you know, just getting married or looking to get pregnant in the next couple of years and they want a career or a business that's going to fit in around those life and family values. 
So being able to help them create that for themselves that's still going to fulfil them as a dietitian. Yeah. So I think they're probably the most important things that I would have as a takeaway messages for our clients in what we're providing them. But if you want to look at some more tangible objects that they're taking away from working with us, you've got knowledge and implementation. So knowledge to do their own social media and have a strategy around that. Knowledge to have a marketing plan that's going to set them up to attract those clients that they want to be working with for the next 12 months. Knowing more about blogging and what role that plays in their marketing strategy. And I have people who have had to very much transition their businesses online in a world where everything was going online this year. Mm, yeah. And they've been wanting to do that for two, three, four, five years and have never had the ability to do that until they've been forced to. Yeah. And so through COVID, you know, it's allowed them to do all of the things that they had on their to-do list that they didn't have the time to do previously. Yeah. So helping people to create that launch strategy around their program or their offering that they're creating that's a bit different to what they've traditionally offered. We've had people that have had huge financial gains in their business. So a dietitian that we've been working with who only recently started her business, so she started it in June, July, kind of mid-year-ish, and she was charging... (laughs) Please don't ever copy this. She was charging $40 an hour for an initial consult. Please, dietitians, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So I think for the first two months, she'd made something like $120 in her business. The next month, she made $350 with us, with her business. She then joined up with us and she did $3,500 the next month. And she's just done a $7,000 month in November also working full-time yeah that's amazing side hustle yeah that's amazing yeah and i think that's just a such a credit to the value of having a coach is that you know you the your coach oftentimes is they're just going to be your biggest cheerleader right like they're just going to be the person that says you can do this. Like you have all the skills to create a online program or a product or this or charge more or, you know, structure your services differently, like, and give you that validation Mm. that you can do it. And a lot of it for her was mindset. Yes. And I remember on our first kind of discovery call session, she said, so if I want to like speed it up and do it really fast, can I? And I'm like, if you want, that's fine. And so she's kind of crammed six months worth of work into three months, but the results are there. And we kind of work at the pace that you want to work at. So if you want to speed things up, we'll speed things up. If you want to slow things down because you're going to Europe for a month, we'll slow things down because that's happened before. Yeah. And, you know, there's so much about coaching and mentoring that is, it's holding space for people. Yeah. It's, it's being there, they're the person that they go, oh, I did this and it didn't work and that you kind of prop them up and go, it's okay. You know, (laughs) there's no such thing as failure, just an opportunity to learn. Or they're the person that you're the person that goes, see, I told you that you were capable of doing these things, you know? So it's it's a real privilege to watch your clients have that success. Like you must've felt so, you know, not is is the crowd the right word, but you must've felt so you would have felt definitely so happy for her that she'd had seen that success 
that had never been realized before. Exactly. So, you know, it was really working on her mindset and meeting her halfway. So, you know, I wanted her to be here. She was here and I'm like, okay, let's just meet you in the middle for a little bit. Yeah. And then it's continuing those conversations. Okay, like, this is where we're at now. This is where we want to be. We need to keep moving forward. But keep working on that mindset because that's essentially what's going to get you over the line to where you want to be. Yeah, definitely. And when you go from providing a service to coaching people, that's probably one of the biggest things as a coach yourself that you realize, oh, okay, I actually, I need to be that space holder. I need to be that person that helps someone else with their mindset, which means then that you need to make sure that yours is, <laughs> is top notch <laughs> as well. Yeah. Cause you are their biggest cheerleader. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, the, the longer I'm in the coaching game, the more money I spend every year on my own mindset and my own personal development and my own being coached myself to make sure that I've got the space to hold space for other people. So what would you say? So if there's someone out there listening to this podcast and they're going, okay, yep, I want to, you know, I, I want to do what she's done. What would be your biggest piece of advice for someone wanting to use the experience in their niche to pivot into being a coach? Have the confidence to do it. Start somewhere and invest in yourself in every way possible. Yeah. Solid advice. <laughs> and it's it's funny i'm i'm reading emma isaac's book winging it yeah I made the, for me a little yeah, while ago yeah yeah I, I i've seen you know so many people say that they absolutely love it and just i don't know why i just had never actually picked it up it's i do audiobooks not actual physical books but you know it a lot of what she talks about in there is the same you know same sort of thing like you know just take the action you know, just start. take the action, work on yourself. has got nobody anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Take the action that, you know, there's no such thing as perfection. Everyone's just winging it. Just. What I love about her also is that she is so successful with such a large family. Yes, yeah, yeah. And actually, I thought of you when I was listening to it on the treadmill the other day. I'm like, oh, that's so much like Brianna. Yeah. <laughs> Four children and a family and she's, she's a go-getter. If you want something you will find a way to make it work. Yeah, definitely. And there's no linear process, you know? And another thing I say to my clients all the time is I'm like, there's no such thing as failure. It's just an opportunity to learn. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because there's always someone out there. If, if the people that tell the real stories of business, those people that are telling what it's really like will tell you that they had a failed launch of something that they totally stuffed up one time, like I did when I can't, like accidentally deleted a whole email sequence from a webinar, had to recreate it in an hour. Like there's, there's always someone out there that's fully, absolutely stuffed up in a big way <laughs> or yeah. bought out a product or a program and it didn't sell, or the launch didn't, you know, didn't do what they wanted it to do. But then the reason why they're successful is because they, you know, they grew and adapted and learnt and kept going, you know, and reflection. And yeah, as a dietitian, we are always asking our clients to reflect on their progress. Yeah. But it's no different as a coach as well. So those skills that you learn as a health professional or as an educator in another field are so transferable. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. So if people want to get in touch with you and hear more about your journey, or if there's anyone out there that's listening, that's a dietitian that wants to connect with you, where's the best place to find you, Brianna? 
we're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Our Facebook group is a really great source of community, not the ambitious dietitian community on Facebook. Basically, it's there to support dietitians in business with all of the business things. So we kind of keep it clinical free, but it's all of those things that don't relate to patient care. So those business skills that you never learn at uni in your dietetics degree. Yeah. We're on Instagram all the time. So at the ambitious dietitian, send me a DM on there, or our website is www.theambitiousdietitian.com.au. Awesome. And obviously all the links to that will be on the show notes page for today's episode. So all of you guys can head over there and connect with Brianna over on the gram or in her Facebook group, or obviously over on the website. And I know you've got some exciting things coming up in 2021. So definitely a good time for you guys to go and connect with her. Well, thank you for sharing your, your journey with us today. I know that this is an evolution that is on a lot of people's minds but oftentimes it's just that that little or oh, a little bit of oomph you know to kind of have the faith in themselves to to take that step so it's it's nice to talk to someone who's done it and is living it and you know and is, has been able to to achieve that so thank you so much for sharing Pleasure. thank you thanks for listening to the social hub podcast you can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, the social hub forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the social media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy.